Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. It's podcast time again and here we are in the mobile studio. I am recording while Richard is driving. So he is concentrating on the road, but we thought we'd just do the intro a little bit differently this week. I was just ranting, wasn't I? And I said, yes. we should really get this out of the way while, <laughs> while uh, it's still in fresh in our minds. But uh, yeah, interesting. We've, uh, been a, we've been at Playmore this morning have. for the press conference, which is a, an unusual venue. It's usually Seal Hain or Southampton College. Uh, they were planning to train at Playmore this morning, but the weather has kind of kiboshed that. It didn't half rain when I came it to pick you up, guys. didn't half rain. Boy, it didn't half rain. They say, don't they? Came so, down in sheets. So they are training this morning, but they're not training on Playmore. I think they were planning to train at Playmore, and yeah, basically it, it rained so much that that's now been moved to South Devon College while we head back to Payton. It did indeed. So we've had a chat with Gary Johnson this yep. morning. Yep. It's a busy day by the sound of it yep. at Playmore. Uh, so turned his phone off for the, for the chat, but then walked away and I had to remind him to turn his phone back on, it, which Har- he was very pleased about. Because Harry Kane is trying to get hold of him, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we'll chat to Gary, we'll talk about uh, some excellent performances for the women's team, for the under-18s. We'll look ahead to two really tough games coming up for the uh, first team this weekend. Home to Dagenham Redbridge on Saturday, away at Boreham Wood on Tuesday. As the games run out, time runs out, we're staring down the barrel, but there's still hope. And we're just passing McDonald's. And we're just passing McDonald's. Just stay on the road. Don't <laughs> give in to temptation. And there's a massive lorry next to us as well. Deeper College. There you go. We'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Gaffer, if we can begin by looking back at last Saturday's game against Gateshead. Obviously, it's a game that ideally you take three points for, but if not, very important not to lose the game. Is that how you see it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, of course, we'd have rather have come back with the three points, but the way the game went, uh, we were 1-0 down and we had a little bit of pressure on us. Uh, we had a couple of our own chances. But uh, it was important to come back with at least a point. It keeps Gateshead um, within our reach, um, and with nine games to go, it's you know it's better to be uh, where we are than another three points if we'd have lost away from them. So um, it was uh, not the best result we wanted, but it was certainly the second best. You had a few players that had been called into action just after injury. I'm thinking about people like Asa Hall and Dean Mox, and they all played uh, their part in getting the results. I've been happy with the fighting spirit that your your team showed, because after scoring early on in the second half, it would have been very easy to wilt in those conditions. Yeah, I mean, I don't think for a few games now we've had a wilt in team. I think, you know, they've, they've really uh, worked hard, uh, a fault for the calls, if you like. Um, I'm not saying everyone's been brilliant over the last uh, few games, but we've certainly been trying to be competitive and uh, and not give up. <coughs> Excuse me. There's not any of the boys that I could point at and say you're not trying, because to be fair, a they wouldn't be on the pitch, um, and b they wouldn't play again, sort of thing. So um, the boys are, are still up for it. It's a good dressing room. A very good dressing room, 
and uh, we still believe that there's uh, opportunities to get out of the trouble that we're in, or as Dancy says, get out of the drama that we're in. One player that came into the starting line was Jack Stobbs, who made his, his debut, and he obviously played an influential part in the goal. Um, how, how did you assess his performance? I thought he did well. He was only training with us a day. Um, we could see what he's got. You know, he, he played a big part in the goal, um, where you know he went past a couple of people uh, like they weren't there, and uh, hit a good cross, and uh, it got deflected slightly uh, to Kieran, and he, he struck it well. Like you should have struck the one in the first five minutes, that was a good chance. But he struck it well, and it was, um, you know, good to get that goal at, at that time. So, but I was pleased with his performance and uh, watching him in training this week. He's got more. He's got more, and uh, I'm really, really pleased with with that signing. Really pleased. Another son you must have been absolutely delighted with, he was getting rave reviews from both sets of fans during the game, is Nico Lawrence. It's so easy to forget sometimes that he's only 19 years of age. Yeah, he, um, he had a very, very strong, uh, strong game. Um, they put us under quite a bit of pressure and he came out of it, uh, came out of it with, with Ross as well and, and the back four. Uh, they had to defend stoutly, and they did. They defended together, and we blocked. I think it said in the papers that they had 20 shots. Well, only four or five got through to the goalkeeper. Uh, the rest were blocked, and they class that as a shot on target often. So, and if you're blocking shots, then you know you've still got that, that spirit to keep you in the game when an opposition are in your final third as it were or in your penalty area and our team do throw themselves at things when they when they need to and and that's what we're going to need for sure but you know Nico is going to be a top player and it's nice to have been involved in uh, his career and um, hopefully if we can uh, sneak out of it get out of this situation then um, he would have had a, a great experience and uh, Southampton are very happy with what we're doing for him and we're very happy with what he's doing for us. So looking ahead to this weekend then, Gaffer, it's a uh, home game against Dagenham Redbridge, a, a team that are uh, on the fringes of those chasing for the playoffs. Do you approach this game any differently at all from a, a team that's down near where we are at the bottom of the table? Um, no, we've we, we got to approach it um, in a tactical way like we always do. Uh, you hope that the players perform on the day. Uh, Dagenham have got, there's a lot of you know, different scenarios. Dagenham have got a new manager, he's only had one game. Um, uh, he knows the club well because he, he used to play for him, Ben Stevens, and he knows this league well. Um, we're on the last, as we speak, the last day that you can have sign-ins. So you never know what might crop up a bit later on this afternoon as last minute dot com sign-ins um, so yeah we'll have to wait and see what what they may bring in but um, we know they're a good team they've lost a couple of players they've gained a couple of players and uh, we'll have to see uh, what team turns up however it's about us it really has got to be about us and uh, you know, we've got to make sure that um, our fans enjoy the performance and if they enjoy the performance there's a fair chance 
that we won the game. And uh, that's been our whole focus all season. But, you know, certainly um, you, you want to entertain as well as win, win games. And I know we say that every week. Oppositions don't allow you to do that sometimes. But um, you've got to rise above it and hope that you you get that early goal or you get that little bit of luck or you you know uh, that gets you a result because any result now for any of the teams that are uh, down in the bottom six or seven is a is a big result. Is it vitally important to remember that point you just said there, Gaffer? It is just about us because the highlight of most. Uh, most recently, is, is that win against Barnet, a team that's up in the playoffs in and around there going for promotion, and yeah. your team produced a marvellous performance that day to win yeah, and get that victory. It's true. Um, you know, we, 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 we've had good games against good teams. Uh, Wrexham away was a good draw, wasn't it? You know, a, there was a few good results against some of the top teams. Um, we got some couple of big games against teams that are in and around us. Kate said, obviously, was, was one. We got Scunthorpe, we got York. You know, we so we've got a. Uh, they're they're all six pointers, if you can get them, and uh, and the boys know that. You know, we we often we have meetings and we let them have their say and we have our say. And um, I'm, I just know that we're going into the next, the last nine games, um, without any, uh, without any negatives. If you like, you know that's important. That is, and uh, and I know that the dressing room is is strong because there's some good leaders in there, and uh, you know none of us want to have a unsuccessful season. We you know we want to keep going and get us out of uh, this little bit we're in. Um, You've mentioned lastminute.com there. Are Torquay going to be involved today? Um, well, you. We might be. <laughs> um, I say that if I could say no, um, and I could say yes, but I can't say definitely to both of them. But I can definitely say maybe. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is presuming you're looking to strength. Well, yeah, I'm not trying to weaken us, am I? <laughs> we're looking to we're strengthen and um, the, the, the squad. There's certain positions you know that uh, we, we'd like to uh, improve on. Um, but it's not easy, and you know, teams are teams that are making signings now are paying out quite a lot of money to make those signings. Um, but what we did, we we got our signings done before LastMinute.com came in. You know, we signed Kevin Dawson, Jack Stobbs, um, Lewis Collins, and we haven't been able to play them all together yet. Now, if they were three last day signings, we'd all be buzzing. It was just that we got them in early. Um, and then, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens today to see whether uh, you know, something happens for you. But we're not, I'm not uh, in a position right now to say that something's going to happen. You've touched on, and I fully understand how difficult sometimes it is to persuade the right players to come down to the southwest. If it's just for a five or six week period, does that make it any easier at all? Um, no, I think it, I don't know whether it's easier. Somebody needs, it's okay you identifying players, uh, but somebody needs to want to come to our situation 
our area, uh, our club, uh, and depending where the club is in the league, and, and, and that depends on who you can get. And, you know, we, we work morning, noon, and night to uh, as a club. Not not just us as a staff, but you know, our board of directors because they have to agree things and they they're in on a lot of the uh, the chats and certainly the negotiations. Um, and you know, it, it's it's football and there's 90, 92 league clubs and so many national league clubs, you know, 24, and everybody's after uh, at this stage anyway the same. There's only a very few people that are actually properly available, um, and that's you know I describe properly available is you know things that where everything falls into place. Um, so we, we'll have to wait and see whether we have got that. We've had it with Lewis, uh, Kevin Dawson, Lewis Collins, and Jack Stops, and honestly they're they're three very very good signings for our level. So we can't say that we haven't you know picked up some good signings and you've already talked about Nico Lawrence and you know this it's not we 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 got a good team we just need to uh, get a couple of wins on the trot and uh, and see where it goes from there yeah absolutely I, I mean I think the first 11 now is very solid isn't it um, realistically history suggests that you probably need high 40s maybe 50 to stay up which is two points a game pretty much between now and the end of the season yeah. is that how you see it yeah um, could be as little as 45 46 points um, it depends on you know how things go uh, normally you have to get 50 points I don't think that will be the case this season but you know nine games what's that 27 points so that's what you have to aim for right now um, and then see where that where that takes you uh, you mentioned Lewis Collins earlier. How is he with injury? Um, he's okay. We're going to assess him today, and uh, you know his uh, his injury certainly wasn't as bad as we thought it was originally. So, as we speak, I think he's got a chance, but uh, I won't know for definite until we we train today. And Mark Halstead. Uh Mark Halstead should be okay. Um, that was just a slight very slight strain just overstretched it so um, I don't think we'll be panicking for a goalkeeper like we thought we might have done when he had to come off brilliant thank you Gary no problem what about Asa is Asa's game time bring, pushing him ahead uh, yeah yeah Asa's you know had a little bit more and he's had a yeah. very good training week um, so he's available for selection yes in the situation that you're in, nine games to go, this is not your first rodeo, you've been here before. You touched on it just now, the dressing room, in your opinion, is still very much up for the fight. You don't have any, any qualms, any doubts about the spirit in the dressing room? No, I mean, I would say no anyway, wouldn't I, do you know what I mean? But I'd try and be honest with you. And, uh, um, and it's a very good, close-knit group. Um, and of course there's players that have played for me before. Uh, there's players that have played with Downsy before. Um, and so they know us, they trust us. You know, that's the important, the important thing. And, and we trust them and try and help them. And 
sometimes we say it louder than other times um, but they all know the situation and we got some uh, you know we got as I say a, a very very strong dressing room uh, now you'd hope that that's good enough to get you out of it um, but at least the, the spirit is definitely there and every game is a difficult game in this league every game so you can't predict what's going to happen you know teams come here as you know and they always say oh, Torquay's a difficult place to come to and the crowd and you know they, they go to the end and the manager's an experienced manager you know there's all there's always talk about those things and you, you get as a club that reputation and uh, and then you work very very hard to, to keep that reputation but uh, I can honestly say that the, I don't think you've ever done an in interview with one of the players where and you know we don't give them a script to say you know otherwise they'd all be saying the same thing but um, you know they're pretty honest with you because I listen to them all and uh, and that's good and they're an honest bunch and they deserve uh, the support if you like of everyone um, to, to see us through and that's what it's going to take you said after the game on Saturday, if there was a frustration from your point of view and from probably everybody's point of view, is that after equalising, we couldn't go on and win the game at Gateshead. And you said afterwards that there were good reasons why yeah. that was. Have do you think a week of rest and work will have helped to? We to, hope so. To address that, we hope so. We, yeah. you know, we had to make sure that we we had the right amount of uh, hard work this week and the the right amount of recovery time because you can't you know, run them up hills and every day and um, so you have to make sure that they've got their legs by the time the game comes around um, but I think we've done a lot of things that were sharp this week and a lot of them have come through that well and the ones that come through it well will be playing um, so they work you know pretty hard Monday Tuesday uh, off on the Wednesday, um, but with a bit of homework uh, for them, and then um, obviously Thursday, Friday, and then we should be uh, ready to go on on Saturday. So, quite a long chat with Gary. Yes, well, long drive as well. Oh, long drive <laughs> as well. Um, I don't think there's much doubt that wheeling and dealing may be going on. Dealing and wheeling. Dealing and wheeling may be going on. Yeah. Gary's kind of hinted at it. It might not come off. Yeah. Uh, incoming, he was certainly outgoing. held up in the corridor, wasn't he? Let's not let's say too much. I mean, we don't know anything more we than don't. the fact that he'd been on his phone. Put it's it that way. Just speculation, yeah. isn't it? But um, it could yeah. have been his wife. Could have been. Good. I wonder if there's anybody going out. Uh, I doubt it. There was a lot of hoo ha on social there media was, this week about yeah. Nick Broderick alluded to it in his column. Absolutely. Don't think that's terribly helpful. No, I don't um, think. Um, you know. Uh, we're recording what at about half past eleven, half past ten, or whatever it's, it is. Uh, it's precisely ten forty-four. Ten forty-four. It's not happened yet. No, uh, but it will. And I, I yeah. shall say that it's not going to happen. But uh, the caveat being that it's ten forty-four on a yeah. Thursday. I cannot see that happen. If that happened, that would be a, a, a real indication of of um, giving up. Yeah, our it? chins would be on the floor yeah. if that happened, wouldn't it? But um, there you go. It's been a been an interesting week we've still not had a response from gaming international to our questions are we surprised nope 
No. But um, it would be nice even if it was e- just an acknowledgement of an email. I'd like to know that, that they, they got it, but they're not even going to tell us that. No. I mean, we did pass it on through uh, someone at the club who told us that they passed it on to them. So we know that they've got it, but um, it'd be nice just to, you know... It's, uh, because we, I mean, we're heading into a period of such uncertainty. Yeah, but more than that, it's just moment. polite, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and as we said last week, if things are commercially sensitive, fair enough. But just say so. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just go, yeah. go away, lads. It's commercially um, sensitive. We'll last time it. we did it, then they released a statement on the official website. They so did. they actually, yeah. whether we nudged them or not, is a, is a different matter entirely. I'm not taking any any. Um, what do you call it? Uh, well, we, we we don't have an axe to grind, do no, we? We're not, no. we're, you know, we're not having we're not having a go here. We but, just want to hear yeah, from them. Yeah, we do. Please. And we've just driven back past the big Wicks store going up at Edge which as we, well. Which, which, without getting out and, and, and pacing the whole uh, perimeter, looked big enough to take a stadium instead of a Wicks. Didn't it? Instead of a Wicks. Did, but you know that's the kind of area. If yeah. there's a new stadium, if you can put a Wicks there, you can put a stadium the other side. You can. You can. Live standing on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, live sanding is taking place. So this uh, mate of mine is doing very kindly doing me a little bit of a uh, little bit of work in the house. So, so thanks DIY Dave. He's, uh, he's busy is out that there. Is his real now. name? That's DIY Dave. No wonder he became a DIY man. The famous <laughs> DIY Dave. Uh, so there's, there's live sanding happening on the podcast. Uh, Gateshead. There was a lot of frustration from the fans after Gateshead. Yeah, wasn't there? and. You know, without wanting to take sides, quite rightly so. Yeah, you know, Torquay had equalised, but didn't just just didn't never seem to grab like the game by a scruff of the it neck. Never looked they? like dealing out at a killer yeah. blow or whatever. Um, and so you've got that. You in, in fact, Dean Boxy's header off the line stopped it being a, a disaster. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. So you've got that thing where you think, well, a point away from home, it narrows the gap to safety to six points. But man, three points would have been so much better. Yeah, pie in the sky, I know. But and then Scunthorpe winning was a bit of a, a, a blow as well. Oh. So that meant that we dropped it. I know, I know that we closed the gap on twenty. Uh, what is it? Twenty first, we wanted to close the gap on. No, twentieth. Twentieth, we wanted to close the gap on too. I know that we closed the gap by a point on that. Mm. But dropping another place is is, is horrible, isn't it? Hundred and seventy three fans made the seven hundred and fifty mile round trip. So you know how how telef- uh, the telephones. I know how telephones work nowadays. <laughs> you you look at it in the morning, and it and some algorithm has decided that you want to see all sorts of stuff that it chucks up at you. And there was obviously the more you click on these things, the more it yeah. chucks at you. Yeah. And uh, the football rate stuff, I normally always click on, so I'm getting this quite a lot. And uh, it decided that I wanted to see. I don't know some some random football where, Facebook group that, that celebrates away fans, and there was a photo of the 170 whatever yeah. away fans at Gateshead, and there was you know by Sunday morning there was two or three hundred comments underneath saying amazing, brilliant. amazing, brilliant. You it's know, a so, long way to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So you know we we did slip to 23rd place yeah. in the league as a result of that. Um, it's a funny thing, isn't it? It's funny being a football fan is a very strange thing. Most of the week, I've been thinking, "Oh, that's it now. That's you know, we're done." Wheelstone is the tipping week. point. Most of the week, uh, well, yeah, this, <laughs> since we last podcasted, yeah. But then you sort of think, if we can win on Saturday, if we can the get a point if. at Boreham Wood on Tuesday, yeah, then suddenly the gap's down. It, Are we going to be good cop, bad cop this, this, this podcast? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I was I say I was ready to throw the towel in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and you think, oh, fair enough, this, that, that's it, it's over. But this always happens to us on a Thursday it. after we've spoken to, to Gary, does. though, because he's always quite positive. Now, whether you, you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, he's, he's, he's said quite a few times in the last week that he would always tell you the truth, and he's always, you know... Yeah. Um, and he's always quite positive on a Thursday, so you come away from he the is. press conference with a, with a little bit of renewed hope. You do. And it's the hope that kills you, Rich. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. If we could just, you know, if, if some... Bottle that hope. If some councillor could just come along and say, look, it's over, lads, for this season. Yeah. You're going We've down. cut down the trees. We, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're Plymouth City Council and we've cut down the trees. Um, go home, nothing to see go here. Go home, nothing to see here. But then you just come away and you think, well, maybe, what if, if we could? And as I say, it's the hope destroys you. Yeah. And then on a Saturday night when you get home from the game... And, and it you hasn't sink gone into your quite seat. The same, the way, excuse me, the way that you expected it to. You, you put your head on the table. Oh, I hate this time cry. of the season. I really hate this time. <laughs> you of the love season. the start of the season. The difference between you now and yeah, then know, is, is amazing. I'm glad we can laugh about it. Let's talk about Billy Waters. Let's talk about Billy Waters. Let's change the subject. As if it wasn't this Billy week Waters. wasn't funny enough. Billy, well, in case you missed the news, Billy Waters, the karaoke king. A sign for Wrexham. Because, because they want someone to, to drive them on to the mm. right to the end to, to, to win their promotion. Now, we're not saying Billy Waters is going to be a starter at Wrexham, but no. he's going to be on the bench. He's going to be on the bench. And he's going to be coming on, and I bet he scores a few goals. I bet he does. Now, we quite liked Billy Waters when we had him. It didn't quite work out. No. He missed a penalty no. in the playoff final. Um, we were all a bit surprised when he went. and I, I think, think so. I think, um, uh, from what I can remember of the time he went of his own volition 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 that's that's the one he went of his own volition but only because we didn't kind of offer him what he wanted Mm. so i think i think we could have kept him um Um, and if if he'd become available yesterday afternoon we would have snapped someone's hand off we'd known about it and had the budget we'd have had him yeah but I think the budget would have been a problem because mm. I can't see that he would have left Barrow for nothing. No. And Wrexham... And the Wrexham have got more money than, than, money to than Saudi anyway. Arabia. So, <laughs> you know. Do they? They probably do. They, pro- they might do. They probably do. <laughs> they, they haven't put their bid in for Manchester United yet. But, no. but that, I mean, that's a strange move. I mean, we, did, we like Billy. We got on well with Billy. Hope he could does well there, kind of. But... You know, it's, it's a strange move, yeah. and it it is. I hadn't realised that there is a deadline day today. Deadline Thursday. day today for any movements apart from an emergency goalkeeper. Yeah. So. Um, which it sounds. Nothing coming in or going out after today. Yeah. Which is slightly worrying, but hey. So by the time you hear this, there may well have been movement. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, it's moving. Now I don't know if that means if we're in desperate stakes. If we're in desperate stakes, <laughs> Richard, we're yeah. in desperate stakes. <laughs> if we're in desperate stakes in two weeks' time, and we need to really call Olaf Cazella or or, or uh, Mr. Moyes or someone like that, or, then uh, I think that's Piper, probably all right. Yeah, or Ollie Tomlinson. Yeah. See, but we're jumping around here, aren't we? But those are the kind of players. If we do end up in National League South next season, yeah. which we, by all balance of probabilities, we probably will. Yeah. Those players will form the backbone of your team, surely. Cosella, Tomlinson, Moyes and Piper. Mm, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I mean, obviously, we, we, we've been wondering how 
how and why Alef Kalazela gets a, a new contract for the last two seasons which, but because because we're not we're not saying that he's not good enough but he doesn't get used no. and he still gets another season he's 36 now by the way <laughs> <laughs> no he's not but he, you know he's been on the fringes he's been here for a long time three four seasons yeah. now yeah he's not quite convinced Gary that he's you know, he, he, he warrants a place in the first team but he goes out on loan. He does well when he's out on yeah. loan. He continues to train uh, with yeah. the first team. He's a nice lad. He's a local lad. And everybody at Plainwood just wants him to get a chance. Maybe he will next season. Lewis Brooks, Jack Windsor. Yeah. Though this, this, Lewis this, Brooks this, has the, scored eight goals for Biddeford this season. There's the backbone. We're of only going to be playing two, two divisions below team, above that. You've got to cut your coat according to your cloth, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. And that, that may be, those are the kind of players. And if you actually list them all together, they're players who are Torquay United assets anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a pleasant chat to have, though, is it? No, but it has to be had. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we needed to know um, from the club's owners is... What do they plan to do? Yeah. Will, we, will we go part-time? And there will be a business plan in place. They will say, well, nothing's decided until the last day of the season. But what kind of businessman does that? Exactly. exactly. They must have a business plan yeah. in place for next season if we go down. Yeah. Uh, and that business plan surely has to be part-time football. But there you go. Maybe, Let's look maybe forward we'll jump in to again. Dagenham, Let's shall we? They're on a kind of indifferent run, Dagenham. They're, they're 12th in the league. They're, they're not going up and they're not going down. No. So therefore, they've, they're they getting rid of players. They, they, they've they bought a couple of players in, but they've, they've got rid of some sizable assets. They're already building for next season. They're building they? for next season under under manager Ben Strevens, um, who is a, you know someone we've come across a lot, a lot yeah. of time as a player and as a manager. So um, Paul McCallum has gone, hasn't he's he? He's gone, yeah. which... Uh, you know, they three seasons ago, or maybe four, just before the COVID hit, they were a, a seriously good side with McAdam. Yeah. I used to yeah. like him. I mean, I would have good taken, player. I would have taken yeah. him tomorrow. Yeah. Or, yeah, to, or today, tomorrow would have been too late. But so, just having a little look at the last seven games, we're seven games without a win. Yeah. Now, um, five defeats, two draws. Uh, in their last seven, they've won three, uh, lost three, and drawn one. So yeah. they're on, they're on a better run of form than we are. But who isn't? Yeah. Um, well, in our nine, last nine games, we've picked up five points. And uh, yeah. if, if you consider we've got nine games left, we need more than five points. But on December the 3rd, we went up there and beat them with a goal from Will Goodwin. Yeah. We were Remember bottom him? going into that game. <laughs> yeah, we were 24th yeah. going into that game. Were we really? We were. Um, and, you know, we such results are possible. That was yeah. a surprise. We, a few weeks ago, um, one of the other reporters, neither you nor me, said to Gary... Of course, we pinched a point up at Dagenham and Redbridge, and Gary bristled at that. It was not a pinched point at yeah, all. It was, yeah. a, it was a hard one yeah. point. Um, we've played them 19 times down the years. We've won six, drawn seven, and lost six. Okay. So pretty even. It's pretty even. But we haven't beaten Dagenham and Redbridge at Playmore in the last four attempts. Is that right? The last time we did it was, you can tell I spend a long time online. Yeah. The last time we did it was October 2016. We beat them 1-0 with a goal from Jamie Reid. Oh, Jamie Reid. Jamie Reid. Jamie Reid. Jamie Reid. I wonder what he's doing. Well, now. he's doing all right at the moment yeah. out there. So, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean... It, it's a cliche to say that all these games are cup finals. It's a big game. We have to win on Saturday, don't we? We do. We do. It's um. It's how many six, times do you want to say it's a six-pointer must-win must win game? game? Yeah. Drag the cliches out from under the carpet, kind of thing. 
but somehow they've got to conjure a performance. We'll be without Tom Lapsley, who misses another game for the suspension for so a harsh his red. first red was was sorry his first game suspended for the red was 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 Gateshead and then yeah so we without him for the two games this week yeah but if we get Lewis Collins fit down down down. <laughs> Yeah, that you're not allowed Lewis, to say that it. Lewis Collins. You're not allowed to say it without down out down. So if we get that player fit, yeah. and we've got him on one side and Jack Stobbs on the other, yeah, and Stobbs an looked on, half decent, didn't he? An on-form Aaron Jarvis in the middle. If they can just get the ball to Aaron Jarvis, getting the I, ball to a striker. Mm, I like Lewis Collins. You've got I think presume, he's good. We're presuming Aaron Jarvis is still here. Yeah, I, I am presuming <laughs> I'm presuming that that Yeovil talk was all a lot of internet flim-flam yeah. and there was nothing to that. Um, I, particularly as it was immediately followed by a piece on the Talkie United Club website from Aaron Jarvis mm. talking about yeah. you know his season. So I, yeah. I imagine that was just a lot of... I imagine Aaron Jarvis... Jar- uh, I can't say his name. Aaron Jarvis is on a two-year contract he may well be. i imagine you yeah. wouldn't get an aaron jarvis down here without offering two years no no that's true um the pressure doesn't let up at all though does it because we go straight from the um from the dagenham redbridge game on saturday into a game at boreham wood boring wood <laughs> we play them a lot yeah uh on tuesday they're seventh yeah they're heading for the playoffs they've won well they won five in a row have they they lost last week, um, but they won five in a well, row that's bad before because that. Now they're going to win again, and it's the way things work, isn't it? They beat us at Playmore uh, back in August, back, yeah. when, back when things looked all sunny. They've been a little bit rosy. of a, a thorn in our side over the over the last they have. six Jam- years or so, haven't they? Jamal Fifield scored the yeah. goal then. They had, they've got Tyrone Marsh, obviously. Who, who always scores against always, us. Always does. And a lad called Lee Unlove. Who, who scored against us last time? Yeah, yeah, moved our defenders around far too much. Yeah, uh, in the home looked, game, looked decent. He did. He did. Um, that's a big game on Tuesday, and that, like Saturday's game, is on National League TV. Yeah, we. Now this is unusual. The, the, this, isn't it? The, I, I kind of was looking at the uh, just to see what's on TV Premiership wise. Normally, I've got a little app that's English yeah. football on telly and. When I looked at Saturday, all the National League games came up on National League TV, and I thought to myself. I thought there was a block on you being able to watch any football on a Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. But no, because it's an international break, mm-hmm. as we've discovered, they can they can show National League games. Now, this doesn't sit right with me. Well, because as you were saying earlier on, before we turn the recording on, the, the block basically works in favour of the Premier League it's, and the Championship. It's to stop people being able to watch live games so that they still go yeah. to games in the flesh but what you're saying is bugger anyone un- un- underneath the championship I'm sorry if our effects microphone <laughs> picked up any bad language <laughs> anyone under the championship yeah. doesn't matter no so you can just you know so you can you can put talkie on <clears throat> live now yeah stop people going to the talkie game because they can watch it for a tenner online and it's not but 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 or if man you Oh, you can't do that. that. Really, you can't yeah. absolutely can't do that. No, I, and you're quite right. It's it's it doesn't work for the lower league clubs. I don't know what Torquay gain out of National League TV. It's a question that probably needs asking. But I did hear a rumour what Wrexham are gaining out of it. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Because of their figures in America. Of course, and that's why. It and was that's set up. why it was set up. So once again, 
And if people we, have bowed to the Wrexham and disregarded everyone else. And if we do end up with three clubs going up from the National League... See what you're joining, Billy? Again, this is something that Gary Johnson and other managers have been campaigning for for years. For years. But suddenly the penny drops this season. Yeah. Um, anyway. When I'm a Hollywood star guy... <laughs> Which you will it'll be. It'll change. Undoubtedly. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, so, uh, and Boots and Laces are inviting people to go up there on Tuesday night to watch yeah. the game on National League TV and have a pint and a pasty it's so funny they're not going. inviting people to go up there on Saturday and watch it in Boots and Laces are they no they're not that's very true <laughs> but uh, yeah well, you, you'll go and you'll go and see it live but there you go you, the, the bare economics of it yeah um, you could watch it on National League TV for whatever it is £9.50 yeah rather than spending 20 quid to go and watch it in the flesh yeah. but go and watch it in the flesh because yeah, your club needs you so we a bit like Kitchener in the first world. <laughs> um, other stuff that I scribbled down: England C played at Altrincham the yep. other night. They beat Wales one 0 with a goal from Ryan de Havilland uh-huh. on it. Um, Aaron Jarvis was in the squad, wasn't he? He was in the squad. Didn't play though. Whether he was there, I have no idea. I, I mean, um, it took me a long time to find the the teams online. They didn't. I found the squad last week quite yeah. easily, but. Um, the actual teams that played. Yeah, you didn't see anything. He didn't appear to be on the bench either. I okay. don't. Well, know maybe. maybe I mean, you know, Gary's going to ask the question, isn't he? Is he going to be starting? Is he going to be yeah. making a? Otherwise, this is ridiculous because yeah. we we need him. Before we, before we and yeah, he would have missed a couple of days training yeah. this week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which he could ill afford to miss. But that was the result: England C one, Wales C nil. Uh, Soccer AM's being axed. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, a friend of mine uh, has done camera work on that quite a lot and mm-hmm. did quite a lot when it was in its heyday. Yeah. Um, when it, you know, millions of people watched it on a Saturday morning. Since they axed Helen Chamberlain, yeah. um, the ratings have gone down and down and down and down and down until gone. I'm not surprised, to be it's, honest. I have, I watched it the it, other it, week. Do you, know what, do you know what's happened to it? Go on. Now, the funny thing is, is, is so- Soccer AM was always kind of a blokey show anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it stepped back a bit from that towards the end of Helen's era. Yeah. Uh, Max Rushton and, and all that. And then suddenly it took a headlong dive back into being really blokey. Yeah. And that yeah. time's gone. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I watched it the other week because a band, Smooth and Terrell, who I quite like, were right, on. Right. Um, and but but that was weird because they just played over the opening credits and were never seen again right. for, the, for the rest of the morning. But it was funny when Helen Chamberlain, Tim Lovejoy had it. When Helen Chamberlain, Max Rushton had it. It was funny. It was something that nobody had done before. Yeah. It didn't take itself too seriously. No. Talker United's crossbar challenge is still on YouTube, by the way, and it's brilliant <laughs> because they do it out at Newton Abbott. They used to train out at Newton Yeah, Abbott in the middle of the regular race course. And it's yeah. just absolutely... Well, as, as Mike Bateson always used to moan about the, the water table over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> illustrated vividly in the crossbar <laughs> challenge. Uh, but it was a great programme. It was unmissable, and it's just become... Because the Premier League and Premier League fans take themselves far too seriously. Far too seriously. Yeah. It's just and it's just become an extension of the endless twenty-four hour rolling football drudge that Sky pump out. Yeah, it is a program that gave us the the word bounce back ability. It did, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Which uh, when they kind of came up with it and then laboured the point for a whole season as a as a, a sports sub. 
Yeah. Uh, every hockey report and every rugby report that. and every tid- tiddlywinkles report. Yeah. The, every every league had a, a club that had bounce back ability, and it's a long word to get into a line of type it as well. Always isn't it? used to come out. Yeah, <laughs> good man, good man. But and yeah. then a stern, sternly worded email would would follow to but, but <laughs> you're very good at those. I've seen your sternly worded emails to correspondence as well. But uh, yeah, I, I think all great ideas have their time. Yeah, and soccer soccer AM has had its time and I, and I, I suspect Helen's feeling a bit vindicated now yeah it's, yeah, it's not what it was but no. then is anything well now now there's a whole new <laughs> podcast <laughs> I, want, I want to do the podcast me and you the new podcast <laughs> is not what it is it's but not. is anything yeah okay, we'll call it that Two old geezers sit around reminiscing about things that were better when they were younger <laughs> that's nearly every that's, podcast now you've got Facebook for that <laughs> Uh, two excellent performances by other Talker United teams this week. Yes, yes. Uh, the women's team. It was nice to be able to put a, a women's team photo on the Good back. Picture on the Obviously back of the film, paper. Film, film Mingo does like to cover uh, women's football quite a lot. He does mm-hmm. the Exeter stuff, and uh, they also do the Plymouth stuff. So it's nice to see him playing more, doing the photos of them. Talking of uh, photographers, by the way, do you know Al McPhee's got a book out about being a sports photographer? Has he? He has a book out about being a sports photographer, and very good it is too. Is it? Oh yes. So, um, yeah, we'll, well done, talk, now. we'll talk about it. We'll have a look at a copy of that and we'll talk about that. But yeah, the women beat Sherborne Town 2-1. They were 2-0 up at half-time. Goals from Esme, Kilburn, Thompson and Connie Pengelly. Yeah, nice photos in the, in the paper. Yeah, and on they march. Promotion yeah. is very Inevitable, close now, I would isn't thought. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they've done so well this season. Uh, and it was good that they played at Playmore. Played in front of a decent crowd. They played in front of as many people as some National League teams, certainly some National League South teams playing in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. Was it 400 plus? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah decent good. crowd. Made it worthwhile opening playing more. There was a programme for the occasion as well. The sound, the Sandman's got quite loud. It sanding has, yeah. Man. There, there is sanding going on. Live sanding. The, the programme was nice. I, I, still, I still want clubs to stop referring to their women's... Oh, it sounds like an oxymoron. But their women's team yeah. as a women's team. Okay. I I don't think it takes much. But if you'd if you'd advertise that a game of women's football. Yeah, that's true. Talk United yeah. versus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think we need to. But they I they really are. I I know what you mean, and I agree with you. But they really are flying the flag for the club. Yeah, season. absolutely. Yeah, no, some good players in that team, and and. Um, uh, the manager's done a really good job since he came in last year. Yeah. And, and one of the coaches, I, I used to see coaching at, at Buckland, has got an extraordinary beard. He has, yes, yeah. he did. I did see him at Buckland. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, you're getting pretty close, Rich. Uh, you, yeah, I'm not quite up to you've that You've only standard. got about another foot to add to that beard, <laughs> yeah. and then you will be there. Uh, he's also got lots of tattoos. I'm not sure. I, I, I think it would be a long time before I caught up with that. The under-18s as well played up at South Devon College on Saturday lunchtime in the Gary Else Memorial League Cup semi-final and they hammered Sirencester by seven goals to two. Yeah. Very even game at the start and I think mm-hmm. Sirencester took the lead. Okay. But Ben Aldous got three. He's scoring some goals, isn't he? Tom Chasty got two. Brandon Quinn got a penalty and Kai Swan got the other that one. That Ben Aldous is scored well. Didn't he score a hat-trick last week as well? he did. Yeah. But again, returning to what we were talking about earlier on, these are the kind of players if it let's keep it as an if we do go down 
there are players in that under 18s team who will get a senior contract because yeah. that's the way it works two yeah. or three of those players will get senior contracts and may have a role to play in National League South Alders and Brooks up front next season then <laughs> no if if the big if it could be very exciting yeah. there you go we start to be optimistic yeah. and positive again absolutely people will hate us for it yeah but uh, there you go I think we've probably rambled on long enough, Rich, don't you? I think you? we have, yeah. yeah. Dagenham and Redbridge on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Uh, we'll be there. Do come and say hello if you're... Uh, I, I won't well, be. You won't be no, there. No, I'm, I will I'm be, taking a day um, off and, and going to a gig. I will which be. Which is pre-planned. I will be holding the fort and um, trying to hang on desperately to the fort for the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. If you are there, come up, say hello. It's always nice to see uh, podcast listeners and to hear what you like and what you don't like. Um, and we'll keep the flag flying. Can I can I just make an observation? Is that the oldest living tin in the world? It probably is. This is um, this is the tin that I'm using as a paperweight. It's um, it's Mrs H's sewing. Tin. Wow. I mean, that is literally got to be forties, fifties. Got to be probably Jameson's Westminster, an assortment of milk and plain chocolate covered centres. I'm go. sure they were very nice back in the day. They got soldiers on the on the. It's a very, it's a very old school tin, isn't it? it is. They all, they all. Oh, it's beef eater, is it? There's a lifeguard. The there's a beef eater on the top. Yeah, yeah everybody's there. Sorry, right, guy. You ain't got any cleaner, like spray cleaner. Just gonna clean your door off a bit before I paint it. I'll see if I can find some, mate. Right, no worries. That was DIY Dave live on the podcast. It was. <laughs> and I will now adjourn and go and see if I can find some spray Perfect. cleaner. Perfect. Great end. And on that note, we'll finish as we always do. Come Come on, on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.